At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. What's next? Give me something else. What can't you do? I can do it. I can do anything. <laughs> Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. 2020, new decade, new year. It's a whole lot of shit going on. It's a on. whole lot of gang shit. I probably should have left that behind in 2019. But hey, we're back. It feels good to finally be recording once again. A whole lot of stuff that we may not even be able to get into because we're limited on the time right now. Live from the iHeartRadio building. Hey, listen, man. Chuck, this was a busy man. Man, this shit crazy. Hey, I feel like... Chuck, this was syndicated. I feel like, I feel like DJ Head in late 2018, <laughs> early 2019, <laughs> when you would walk up in the studio and wouldn't know what... Like, I didn't... I don't, be, I don't even know what day it is today. Welcome to the club. I literally said the other day, I was talking to Taj, you my wife. You hella shit to me. I did. I did. I did. And I thought, you know, parenthood is some shit, right? And it does throw you off, and I feel like I'm bouncing back from that. But this next level stuff that's going on right now is by far a lot of the most confusing things that's happening. So, I mean, I'm just glad we're here. Uh, what I do want to start off with, um, actually, we'll probably say that for the end. But okay. um, there, there's a lot of stuff going on, man. So, first of all, let, let's kind of start with how you ended your 2019 because we didn't talk. We haven't talked in a while. We haven't talked. We, we haven't talked. Like, we haven't talked. And then, like, we haven't talked to the listeners in a while. So, give us a synopsis of the end of 2019 for DJ Head. Uh, Where do just, I just start talking? Where do you want me to start? The last time we were talking to the people, we we had one take J in. Okay. And, Shout out to one take J. But see, we never even like the la we never even had like a personal conversation. It I know. Was more of the interview. I know. Before that was bad luck. Yeah. And we didn't have a personal conversation, which shouts out to everybody that has been tuned in and, and really appreciate the conversation. Got a lot of um positive feedback on the bad luck interview and, a, and some great feedback on the one take J interview. But I really don't have an update as to what's been going on as of lately. Okay, the the I think the last thing was we were recap. This is how long it's been. We were recapping the Netflix show and Damn. rhythm and flow, and we were talking about if they had a season two, would you be a part of it? Would you, you know, what would your your thoughts be on it? And you said you feel like your responsibility would be to do it because there's a lot more that you would want. To yes, make sure that you're a part of. Okay, in terms of the process of it. Um, still no, still no confirmation or whatever on rhythm and flow season two. Um. I'm going to, you know, reserve that and let that just be what it is. Uh, I also think that for for people that has been following us, like mm -hmm. us in, together, individually, right. whatever, it's just been so much shit going on that it's like, bro, where do you even start? start? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a conversation with, with Charlemagne. 
I think I think I don't know if he had already landed in Anguilla. Because he does it every holiday. You went with him last year. I went right? I went with him to Anguilla last year. This year I, I bought a crib, so I There we there we can start with that. Okay. You bought a crib. I Congratulations. A, it, a lot of people didn't know, like a lot of people thought because you recently bought your mom's crib. I bought my mom's crib uh in 2018. And this year you bought yourself. 2019, a crib. I got my crib. So you set moms up, mom's straight. So and I like, lived in the shoebox until and now now you got Hardwood floor. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was going to rag on you because I was going to say he ain't got no furniture, but you got furniture now. I got furniture. You got appliances. I got appliances. And you, hey, man. I'm 20, washing clothes. 2020, you, you being responsible. And you you actually got some nice stuff in there. Like, <laughs> I was going to, I'm like, okay, I know how it is when you, you know, no, I don't know how it is when you get a house, but I know how it is when you first move in somewhere. And it's like you you just like the the having the space, so it don't matter. And you especially being alone, you're like, man, I don't, I don't have to dress this shit up. I'm cool. But you got some nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've what, been. What, I'm, what made you? What? What? Let me start off with that. What made you? This is a big step, first of all. So I don't want to skip past that. Congratulations, first and foremost, because that's thank you. that's a big deal. That's a big deal. But why this going this go round? Why did you take take a step back and say, you know what? I want to actually furnish the apartment. I want to actually make it a living condition. And enjoy that aspect of it because I think like when you, I think when you finally get some shit that's your own, mm-hmm. it's a different it's a different pride in it. And I had been living in a you that's know true. I mean you know I lived yeah. in my studio apartment forever, mm-hmm. and I never really hung nothing up on the wall. Like mm-hmm. all my pictures are sitting on the floor. Like true. I just I just never cared. But then I was like, man, when I when I buy me some shit, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in. Like even I'm, even even if the lifestyle is the same, because I understood like. You're always on the go. The, the lifestyle that we live at this point, you're rarely home. I mean, you're home, but it's like to kind of you're literally there to sleep and take a shit and take a shit, shower up, <laughs> yeah. get up, and go. Yeah. And the times that you are home, it's like you can relax for a little bit, but it's it's no enjoyment to the point where you want to just kick up and just relax. So this this time, you're saying I'm enjoying it because well, no, that that's the question I have. The lifestyle hasn't changed. If not, it's gotten more busy. So how can you appreciate it now that it's yours? But you, the the timing has not changed. The t- I mean, I just appreciate like like taking pride in it. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? The fact it's, that it's yours. The fact that it's mine. Like cleaning out my garage. Mm, and, damn, and, you got a garage? Yeah, that's crazy. Walk right in from the kitchen. You, you got know? a front yard too? Kind of. Something like little, that. It's a little patio area. You know what I'm saying? You got but space, nigga. A little space. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, like setting up my setting up my closet the way mm. I wanted it. You know, uh, taking getting rid of all my shoe boxes. Like that was a big deal for yeah. me. Because it's just it's just certain shit you'd be like, man, I want to do this differently. Right. I'm gonna. T- I, the, you know what I was thinking? Okay, you send a picture in the group chat, like you kind of decorating everything. It reminds. Shout out to the homie Curtis King. Yeah. It remind me all if you if you know a producer out there. The, the the artsy producers, I like to say, mm-hmm. they got these lights in their studios yeah. where, and you got this in your house. Yeah. Well, I always, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a take, so the third, listen, let me yeah. tell you something. I started buying smart home shit before I had a crib. <laughs> Before I bought my before I bought my house, I had already started like, oh, I'm gonna get the the, the thermostat that talked back to me. So you were investing already. Already, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get all the little lights that I like. Right now, I could hit my when well, my phone is recording, but I can hit my phone uh, and turn my heater on. Oh shit, are you serious? Yeah, turn the AC on. Oh, so it's already installed. Everything is set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can start laundry from here. Ah, you lying? Dog. I could open my garage from here. You want some Tony Stark arm, shit. disarm the security system. You want some real Iron Man like Tony? Tony Stark, Stark, wow. Stark Tower. Goddamn it! <laughs> turn all my lights on. Let it look. Uh, <laughs> anyway, 
I got some shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but that's me. I'm I'm very a nerd, true, and true. I've just been. I, it took me a whole day of programming trying to get my thermostat set up the proper way. Yeah, but. It's just like certain things. I feel like that's just cool. Like I just always wanted to do that, and I never had my own place to do that. And then also, my bad. I, I threw you off a little bit. You said you were talking to Charlemagne, though. Oh, I was talking to Charlemagne about what's gonna be this, what's what's coming for this year, mm-hmm. and the stuff that we talked about is crazy, <laughs> crazy. The, the shit that he's on is the same shit I'm on. Just I'm not nowhere near yeah, on the level that right, he's right. on, but. We were just bouncing ideas, and I posted about it. It's about providing opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, sharing, and not sharing the wealth, but sharing opportunity with other people that deserve opportunities. And I feel like what he what he's about to do in this in this in the next eighteen months is pro- it's probably never never been done before, ever. Word. Yeah, and that, I'll just leave it at that. So also, go ahead. Um, I had lunch with the homie Matt Barnes yesterday. Right. Damn, flex on top of flex. Yeah, listen. Listen, man. Hey, I had it's some of... shit going on out here. Look, what's funny is you didn't even know about this because no, I, no. I ain't even had time to tell. Like, I talked to Salas about it when yeah. I was leaving, but like, okay, first of all, first and foremost, salute to my bro Matt Barnes. His pivot from an athlete to all things media has been phenomenal. He got a podcast. His, now, right? po- his podcast is doing crazy. I haven't, I haven't heard. I haven't. I've saw some stuff across the socials, but I haven't got a chance to. Really he got it. deals with. He got a podcast network deal. He got a deal with with Disney. He got a deal with like he's doing all this different stuff in media, um, and it's just amazing to see. And I was telling him that yesterday when we was eating, I was like, bro, like. It's just amazing to see somebody. I, the only other person I can relate it to is what LeBron does. Because mm-hmm. LeBron has a production company. He right. produces television. He's producing short films. He's producing uh, other digital content. And I was just like, what you're doing is dope because you rarely see athletes take that take that that route and doing that. So me and him are working on some stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be this year. It'll be coming. But I think that the most important thing to take away is Bro, you gotta keep going, yeah. and I, that's why I posted that 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 Diddy uh, clip yeah, yeah. the other like, day. It's like <laughs> going crazy in the office, bro. I gotta have it all, oh, right? Bro. All of it, yeah. whatever. I I gotta have everything, I and w- and then and then when you get it, you gotta share that shit. Mm. Cause a lot of people don't do that. They they do they 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 want certain things, and they get it. They obtain whatever the goals they have, small or or large, and it's all about self. Mm-hmm. So you're saying get all of these accolades, not even accolades, but all these all these things, goals, whatever the case may be, and share with other people. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, because this is something I, I'm not going to say I struggle with, but it's always been a challenge in terms of when I like have the goals. And it, it kind of pivots into the conversation I want to have. We always ask artists and people that come up here, what's the what's that thing you want to do before the year ends? So I want to pose that question to, to us, and we'll answer that question as well. But how do you do that? And this is me just asking you off the river. How do you do that and still, like, of course, we're talking about manifesting, having these conversations, speaking into an existence. But there's a fine line of also not divulging so much information as far as you have, I, you know, there's a narrative of I don't want to make announcements. I just want to act. Mm-hmm. So where's that fine line between that? Like, do you be boisterous about it and tell the world, like, yo, this is what I'm doing Da, 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 or do you just kind of move in silence and let the action speak? I think it's a little bit of both because you want like like for instance when I 
like it's certain things that I have to tell, that I have to talk about because I want to garner interest. Mm-hmm. One, I want to gauge the market, see if people are interested in a right. podcast, right. or see if people are interested in hearing two niggas from Carson talk about some shit, yeah. or you know whatever. So I feel like it's certain things you have to talk about, but then. Certain things it, it's already said, like some shit you just talked, you just sent us. Yeah, yeah that's already. It's, it's no, no really need, no real need to like talk about it yet, right? Because it's coming. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I mean. Like you don't, you don't necessarily need any outside influence, input, participation in order for, to push that through. Got it. So that's the stuff I feel like don't need to be talked about. The stuff that does need to be talked about is like, oh, I want to do this school. I need these rec- I need these labels involved. Very true. You know, shit like that. So I think for the most part, making announcements isn't always bad because it allows people to, it lets people know what you got going on mm-hmm. and it allows them to participate if need be. Got it. Yeah, so then that's 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 one thing that moving forward and I, if, I want to get real specific. There's one thing I learned this last year is when you get specific with your goals, that shit happens. Mm-hmm. Or it gets very, very close. Mm-hmm. And there's a way of someone like, see, like, all you have to do is say it. All you have to do is think of it. Put it into action. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that was, it was one of the most fulfilling and scariest shit that I, that happened to me in this past year, even the last couple of years. What it's you things mean? that what I wrote happened? down. There's things that I wrote down. What's, give me an example of something. Well, okay. 20, 2016, I wrote down that I wanted to be a father. You did. You wrote that in 2016. Yeah, I wrote that. I wanted to be a father. Damn. Same year, bef- before that, like same, 2015, 2016, we, me and Tosh had goals of living in Carson. Like that's just art. Like we love Carson. We love the city of Carson. The way we got uh, the the current space that we're living in right now, it's not a house. It's it's not an apartment, but the fact that we're renting a house in Carson is. But still blows me away how that happened. Yeah. The last thing though, in 2019, in my mind, I said, okay, this is what, this is how much I want to make. And mind you, I'm struggling. Like this is in the midst of like my hours getting dropped five hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know, and people may or may not know the situations and things that's been happening, but I don't show that side. I don't, I don't really care about that. But you know, I, I found out we having a son, which is the best thing in the world. Oh, but nigga, your hours got cut. Yeah. So I was like, in my, I'm like, yo, I wanna wanna make sure that I'm secure and I wanna, this is how much I wanna make. And mind you, it's I'm not gonna put the exact amount, but it's like three or four times the amount that I was working when I was had my nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at, I think the final statement came through on my paycheck, and it shows was it the gross? The gross is the the full amount, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there. Yeah. And that shit freaked me out. I'm like, oh shit. Because I had a number in my head based off of some shit from my childhood. Like, yeah. Yeah. all right, I'm going to just, just dig deeper into it. My mom's a single mom, right? And my mom made six figures back Damn. in the 90s. Damn. Right? Six That's figures. why y'all had cable and shit. That's why, but, but <laughs> the struggle was real because her and my dad got divorced, so they had like a you know a little battle in between them, and life wasn't easy. Nigga, she got a house in Carson, she got a whole like so it was a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. we still had to struggle in in the midst of her having a great job and all this other shit. So in my head, I had this number based off of what she made from the nineties. Yeah. Now obviously, 
inflation, all this shit like changes or whatever. But in my head, I had just always had like that was success to me. The same reason how successful as far as relationship wise, I saw my sister and my my brother in law get married, and that was like to me they were like they were like the the trophy of six of relationship. Yeah. They were they were relationship goals, gotcha. and I know with them they they were together for three years before they got married. He was twenty seven. My sister was 24, I believe, or something like that. So I always I set these things up. When me and Tasha got together, I'm like, yo, we got to get, get be together for three years. Did that, got married, whatever. So all these things happened. When, when moms had this job, I had this amount. Like, this is success, making this much money. So for me, being able to hit these goals, doing what I love, has been like, oh, snap. Like, this is crazy. So that means I can dream whatever. And manifestation is manif- real. It's it's real. And of course I've known this for years, but the fact that it's happening is a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't want to go on record. I'm not like balling at all. Like if you know money management and things of that nature, it's you know, I also realize that that ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That the money that I wanted is not shit, but the fact that I got it was like, damn, okay. So now the next goal is to get super specific on what I want and moving forward. That's kind of like the approach that I'm having this year. So I literally have been writing down certain things. I've been pushing myself as an overthinker. I've been pushing myself to exceed what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of goals that I want, you know what I mean? I've been before I've been okay with, all right, I'm going to write a list of five, maybe 10. It's like, nah, I'm a, I'm a triple that. I'm just right. I'm just make my myself think of shit that I didn't even think about. You know what I mean? Like, and just expand like my thoughts in that in that nature. Now, here's the, here's the kicker. This is why I always tell people the address because you have to be very specific. You, you have to be because you get dropped off in the neighborhood. Will and you be looking around like, oh, okay, I got a son, but I don't got no money for this Bruh, nigga. I got dropped off into a couple of ads. <laughs> yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. So All right. The, that's why I always say intent is is important, and yeah. you have to be very specific about the goal, the destination, what it looks like, mm-hmm. what it's with everything. It has to be very specific because when you ask for some shit, you gonna get it. You gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Now it may not be in the form that you that you asked for it, but the, but that's because you weren't specific enough and intentional enough with your actions. Exactly. But it's a learning lesson. It is. No, it is. And and the thing I guess the the takeaway that I got from it is that. There's no limit. Just because you, let's say, okay, just because there, you know, I, I hit a certain goal and it's not what I expected, that doesn't mean it's the end. It's like, correct. It's like, oh, okay, okay, boom, let me readjust my thoughts and, you know, put into action and go that way. You know what I mean? Oh, damn, I don't have to shortchange myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm also the type of, I'm just like, I, I really don't care for a lot of materialistic things. So, like, when it comes to, thinking about what kind of car I want to drive. Like, I have to push, I have to expand on my thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't even see you thinking about no shit like that. I don't. That. Yeah, because I, I don't think about no shit. I don't, but I've been, that's the part of, I've, I've been exercised just for this. this oh, exercise to, 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 to put it out to, there. To put it out there and get specific. Because I said, man, I'm cool with, yeah, I'm cool with having, I'm cool with just doing what I love. That's Nigga, you've been doing what you love for 15 years. Like, I've been doing what I love since 2004. Yeah. That doesn't mean like it's time to it's, it's time, time to step up. Time to elevate. It's time to elevate, or you're gonna get caught up in being just complacent, getting complacent. And I think that's what I've been dealing with. I'm like, oh snap, okay, you you got you ain't got room for that. 
There's exactly. no more room for that. Exactly. I like I like that you're thinking like that because I think me and Silas had that conversation about you before. Like, oh, he's just happy doing doing being be, uh, being able to you know, make a living doing this or whatever. And, and it's, it's it's the truth. I, there to a certain level it is, but it's also of like I think what it would help me out too is working out. Because mm-hmm. like when you work out, it's like all right. Like I I was just okay with being consistent with just. Working out. Mm-hmm. Then I saw the results and I'm like, oh shit, nigga got a six pack? What the fuck? All right, damn, like I can actually carry this shit or like my stamina is up in terms of this. Like, okay, well, what if I, you know, the biggest thing was the, for me, I've always been, I'm still skinny, but I've always been, I never weighed a lot. And then when my weight went up, I'm like, wait, what? Okay, well, damn, let, okay, let me, there's, I gotta, I gotta think of something else now. I got, okay, so instead of working out two or three times a week, let's try five and just see where that goes. Now let's take it into eating right and you know cutting out this. Like so, it's just like you, you're just taking your 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 mind in places that you weren't used to, and, and exercising has helped that in terms of like just breaking the limits, like mm-hmm. pushing the reps. Like yeah, I'm used to doing five reps, but let's do eight. See mm-hmm. how that goes, or ten, and just pushing you. So I mean, just a lot of a lot of things that um. It's just been on my brain lately, and I, I really want people that support us and show love because there's a lot of people just in the course of the last couple of months, and they're always saying that they listen, but you just you never just never know who's actually will take the messages and, and the lessons that we talk about, and it just resonates with them. Man, listen, let me tell you something. I've talked to so many people in the last, I don't know, month and that, about a month, the last 30 days, mm-hmm. who just like, man, you know, I caught, you know, I caught the podcast or I, I watched, I, I watched you, you and Chuck on, um, what's her name, with Chrissy B or, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I saw, you know, just, just different things like that. And be like, oh, I watched your interview with, with Jay Stone. And, you know, it's just like, um, shout out to Mozzie. Yeah. Mozzie went and bought, the the subtle art of not giving a fuck. The, the based book. off the interview, that based did on with the interview Stone. we did wow. with Jay Stone, wow. he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I caught the interview. I was like, man, I want that shit too." That's crazy. And it's just like, damn. So it's like now, like you said, being in the gym, you see results. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm starting to accept all of the results mm-hmm. of what we put out there. Yeah. The shit that the, right. the stuff that I be saying, the, the messaging that I because I, I I know I be bombarding people yeah. every day. <laughs> I'm 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 every day with this shit. Right, right. If, if, if you're gonna get something so every day. It, right. And I think that's important because certain people have hit me up and was like, yo, you know, this really changed my life. This mm-hmm. inspired me. Or, you know, I went on Instagram Live with you. Like I I just went on Instagram Live last night and some dude happened. He was like, Yeah, I know you don't remember me, but we went on Instagram Live like, I don't know, like two, three months ago, and I just wanna tell you like you know what, what we talked about changed my whole life. That's crazy, right? And it's like, damn. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I just like, I don't know that that type of stuff resonates with me, and and like I I never want that to end. I never want people to stop doing that, stop coming up to us, stop, you know, telling us like what you think, how you feel, what's going on, because that shit is important. Yeah, no, it is. It really is. It's that. And when people do respond back or say that, I tell them, I'm like, yo, that's the gas. For me personally, that's the gas that I need because, you know, I get in my own head a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm if there's some sort of inspiration or people see us as the example, I'll take that. Like, I'll take the hit of, you know, losing a homegrown building or the hit of, you know, not necessarily having as many shows on a network that I want to and, and kind of pushing it as we have been in the past. 
for people to say, okay, well, damn, okay, they did it this way. All right. But they didn't give up. They're still going. And I talked to I talked to somebody and they were like, Yeah, you know, um, I, I seen what you and Chuck did. And so like we we doing this and he could show me his they got a little setup. And, oh, that's good. And it was just like, damn. The biggest I'm gonna tell you the, the craziest thing about this is twenty twenty, right? Just to think like ten years, well, even more than that, ten, like not even that, five, five, six years ago. The fact that people are creating networks to do the same shit that we were fighting to do in the beginning, to me, that blows me away. Like the fact that other other radio shows and other networks are starting to um, provide platforms for up-and-coming artists. Right. Whether it be in specifically in L.A. or across the globe or, you know, across the country, to me, that just it just throws me off. And it's in a good way. It's like, damn, he's really laid a blueprint for this shit. A, a blueprint. Shout out to Fate. Fate hit me up and told me the same thing again. She said, I just never want you to forget that, you know, y'all kind of like y'all really paved a way for people, everybody out here to do something that they passionate about. Yeah. And so I don't know, like. I could talk all day yeah, about this sure, type of sure. stuff because it's still, it's still, I don't know, it's still new to me and yeah. it's still, it's still cool. Like, it's never, it's never not cool to me when people come up to me and be like, yo, you know, shout to Gabe C. I know I'm not supposed to shout him out, but Gabe C, like, you know, I looked up to y'all. You know, I'm from yeah. Carson. He went to St. Anthony. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, I just looked up to y'all. Like, I came up listening to the Homegrown and like, yeah. that shit's crazy to me. Yeah, no. It's like, what the fuck is going, like, is, so anyway, all I have to say, we appreciate everything. Like, I don't take none of it for granted at all. And I just got done talking to somebody about that. When, oh, I went to D, I went to Japan, right? That's what, okay. Yeah, yeah, So, So, yeah, you you celebrate New Year's. In Japan. New Year's Eve and New Year, and the New Year. Okay, I, I hate when people say New Year's. Yeah. Like, the New Year, you celebrated in Japan with D-Smoke. Yeah, so shout out to D-Smoke. Um, we known him forever. You know what's interesting? D-Smoke pulled up to Lamoli. He did? He 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 reminded me. He really? came to he came to your he said he came to your apartment before. Twice, I believe. I remember him coming to Market Street. I no. don't remember him coming to, to Lamoli. He said he came to your apartment. He was like, I came to Chuck's apartment, bro. That's how long we've been rocking. Wow. Dude, I'm I'm really trying to think of Oh man, that's that's gonna throw me off. Cause I remember I remember I don't know who he came with yeah, or what yeah. the circumstances yeah, were, yeah. but he he he's the one who told me that. He was like, No, bro, like cause I remember Market. Yeah, yeah. He was like, No, I came before at the apartment. He, I was wow. at the apartment, Damn. bro. Damn, that's that's news to me too. Huh? So anyway, I'm in um my boy Taka hits me. He's like, Yo, it's Friday. We fight we it's it's December twenty fifth. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Taka he's like, Yo, um, I got this idea. It's crazy. I don't know if it's gonna work, but I want to do it. I'm like, what? He's like, I want to do you and D Smoke come and bring you out to Japan. I'm like, all right, let's set it up. He's like, no, like for New Year. Nigga. <laughs> like we, next week. New Year Eve is four days away. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I know. Just see, you know, see if he's down. So I call Smoke. I had to make it make sense with the money and yeah. shit, whatever, whatever. Call him, make it make sense. Call Tiger back. He's like, all right, bet. Send me the info for the flight. Send me your passports. The I'm book, like, oh, you serious? Book the flights the next day. Wow. Like, and we and was off to the races. That's crazy. So we get to Japan. I mean, we couldn't even get out the airport good. You serious? That's how big rhythm and flow is, bro. Are you serious? I had no idea. 
I had no idea. Taco had been telling me for the last couple months. He'd been sending me like screenshots of of Japanese like engagement on rhythm and flow. I had no idea the show was that big. Now listen, and it, it may just be in America we don't give a fuck about celebrity or fame or anything like that. But I'm talking about in the airport. We in Seven Eleven. We in we in a restaurant. We in. We all over the place, like everywhere. People, st- people t- stopping me. Get the fuck out of here! Like, yo, hey, because at first they everybody recognized Smoke. Mm-hmm. Yo, D Smoke, can we get a photo? Can yeah, we get a photo? Yeah. But they saying in Japanese, they so they don't really speak good English, mm-hmm. but they know the words of songs in English. So they stopping him. They're like, hey, get into it, get in, come here too. Like, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, so yeah. we jumping in the pictures, and I just had no idea that that the I had no idea that the. That the uh, <laughs> that the, the show was that big, like zero idea. That's great. So and I already knew that that in for people that don't know, Japan loves the West Coast. Bro, they love hip hop, but they love the West Coast. Do you think that has something to do with it, or the fact that li- rhythm and flow? It's rhythm and flow that bro. It penetrated as well. So that, that's that's three things. That's you got hip hop, you got West Coast, and you got a new show that's fresh. That that's worldwide that people have seen, and you in the trifecta, and people like just won't, won't Bro, leave you Netflix, alone. That's crazy. Netflix is a monster. Of course. I mean, I, I knew, of course, but I didn't know. Yeah. So I mean, we're literally walking down the street, getting mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah. We walking everywhere, getting stopped, and everybody want photos, drops, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just, so, it was just like, what, what, and not in a bad way. But no. For no, but I'm saying for you, not in a bad way. But what was the what was the most annoying part of it? Were, were were you getting stopped in crazy places, or was it the fact that it was just being bombarded, like when you weren't ready? You know what it was. I'm gonna be honest with you, because me and Smoke are damn near the same person mm-hmm. when it comes to like this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We just we, I literally don't like. For instance, even even here at home in L.A., mm-hmm. I don't realize that I'm DJ Head. Right. You know what I'm saying? If that, I don't know if people listening to that. If that makes you know you DJ head, but to the to the extent of how many people know that you DJ head. Correct. Yeah, I know who I am. Right. I had no idea. You know who I am. Right. 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 So I'm just we me and Smoke was walking. We we sparring like we talking about some. We just yeah. on some LA shit. Yeah. And people was like, yo. So people run up and we like we ain't ready. Right. So we <laughs> we. we <laughs> Like we we joking, we we talking shit to each other, sh- yeah. shooting jokes, making fun of each other, yeah. slapping, you know, whatever. And then somebody just walk up and we, like, hey, like what yeah. the fuck? Like yeah. oh, oh, no, we okay. we okay, yeah. And, and I'm so it was that that we had okay. to. I, I had to like when at times when, at times when, it was just D and Aaron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we not we not. I, we're not paying attention to the fact that people know who we are. Right, right. And so when people just run up, run up with their camera out, it's really like, what's going on? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm in public. Right, right. You know who I am at this point. Like, it's, So yeah. it's kind of like, it wasn't annoying, but it caught us off guard. Like one time, like, one, I don't know if you smoke one who tells us, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But uh, one time we was walking through the street, right? We was, going, we was coming from this ramen spot. And a dude ran up on D on, on on Smoke on the photo, but Smoke wasn't ready because we was just talking about some LA. <laughs> we was talking about some LA street shit or whatever. So you already on. on and the dude on walks up, he come up on on Smoke's blind side, 
and Smoke almost hit him in the face. Fuck. <laughs> he was, <laughs> people don't know Smoke box. So smoke it's like, a, yeah, yeah, he a fighter he fighter. A mar- yeah. So he didn't, like, swing, mm-hmm. but you could tell he was... He held that motherfucker back. He held it back because yeah. he was like, what the... Oh, oh, my bad. My, yeah, yeah. And he, he, was, he was trying to explain to him, like, my bad. Like, I wasn't ready. Got you, got so, you. So... Come on, let's take yeah. the photo because the dude was kind of like, "Is it cool? Yeah. Is there is there paparazzi out there, or is it nah. just the fan? Like the people, like the fans are out. It's there? It's just the people. Okay, so that that was an interesting experience in itself because I've been to Japan. Mm-hmm. This is my third time going to Japan, but I I feel like this time I got to experience it as I not not as I'm supposed to, but as like okay, I understand what I'm working for. Gotcha. So this was the first time Mike and then me and Smoke obviously we 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 had a conversation about that too. Now, here's the thing. I love going to Japan, okay? But I'm kind of cool. You know, for a minute because that plane ride, oh that's what 12 hours? That plane ride is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the weak. That plane ride is 12 hours, okay? Yeah, going to Japan. Yeah. Right? Now now when you factor in the fact that for whatever reason, this Delta flight, this De- Delta airline flight six that I was on <laughs> from from Los Angeles International <laughs> Airport to Haneda, Tokyo International, my nigga, we caught about we oh. caught about a cool, I would say forty two minutes of straight turbulence. Oh nah, nope. I'm talking nope. about full on air pockets. <laughs> I'm talking about overhead compartments opening. Oh nah, turbulence. No, 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 no. Is this the first time you've over the Pacific that? Ocean? Nah, nope. So no. I'm already like, this ain't normal. Like I, I done been to this motherfucker twice. I'd been this route before. I done flew this twice. Yeah, yeah. I know what this is. This ain't that. This ain't that. <laughs> this is not that. I'm talking about you. We hit the, we hit them air pockets where you just fall uh, out the sky. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the, well, no, I don't know. I heard about it. No, I'm talking what about is- the ones where you just drop about 10, 10 15 yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about them. I've never experienced. Bruh, them. listen. Let me tell you something. Bruh. Yeah. So yesterday, I was t- who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody. I was talking. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they was like, "What did you do?" I said, "What you think I did?" <laughs> they was like, well, "Did you pray?" I was like, "Nah. What did you? What'd you do?" I said, "I kept eating my food." <laughs> why? Why would you keep eating your food? Because if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in a full stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm done, dog. Hey, no. I'm done. Let me tell you something. I'm done. Let somebody let some shit crack off right now. You know what's going. You know what I'm first thing I'm gonna do? Bite into this Chick Fil A sandwich. Because <laughs> if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in a full goddamn stomach. You know what I'm saying? Not even. Not even. I'm not gonna be hungry. I'm gonna go in a full stomach. I'm gonna go. In a full- <laughs> hey, that mortician gonna catch hell with me. I'm gotta clean. Hey, good luck trying to embalm me. You a fool? It's already dog. some shit in there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fuck with you, dog. <laughs> hey, man, but look, coming right. back was a breeze. Um, so shout out to all my shout out to Taco, uh, shout out to my my people out there. But he ain't coming to Japan anytime soon. I'm gonna go back in March. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a break. At least that's what Taka said. Speaking of which, I want to shout out real quick the homie Ali. Uh, from, mixed by Ali. Mixed by Ali. Yeah. I'm so proud of Ali and what yeah. he got going on. Like I um I was doing a thing. I was doing something in the city, and Ali just texted me. He's like, you still over here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I just bought a crib. Pull up. I ain't going to say where it, whoa, where it is or whatever. Yeah. So I pulled up to his crib. Mm-hmm. 
Stupid ass. Ali Rich. Okay? Right. <laughs> of course. Ali Rich. <laughs> Nominate Grammy nominations, Grammy wins. I mean. Ali Rich. Yeah. Okay. Bought a stupid ass crib. Big four-story joint. Like, hey, you know what though? I mean, for, for people like that that you've seen go through the struggle and work their ass off and remain humble, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like. Man, go ahead, dog. I'm so proud of Ali, bro. And he, he's literally, with engineers and with his school and his workshops, he's literally, and I remember, he's literally doing something that's never been done before. Very true. And I remember him, we was in, in sitting in the in the, in the in the back house at, at Top's house in Carson, where, where, where TDE house used to be. House of Pain. And I remember him sitting by that board where they recorded Section 80, and they recorded Long Term 2, and they recorded... All, All the right. shit that you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember him sitting by that board, and he was like, man, I'm finna. He was like, and this is why Ali didn't have no hair. He had the yep. low low cut, right? He's like, he's like, I'm finna make my own lane. I'm finna make a lane for, for engineers. I'm finna make it cool to be an engineer. Because mm-hmm. at that point, it was not. It, it was not cool yeah, to be an yeah. engineer. And just the things that he's been able to do and traverse, and, and like, he literally has thousands of minions all over the planet. And shout out to everybody that has a mixed by something by their name now. And he started the mixed by. Exactly. He started that. Yeah. And it's just like, anyway, I don't want to put his business out there, but me and him had a real good conversation about the stuff that he has going on. And I'm just really proud of him. And I just want anything that I could do, we could be a part of. It's just dope because he's, he's literally, I'll tell a little bit about what he's doing. He's literally um, going around and educating young engineers mm-hmm. and letting them get real work experience on actual songs. Mm-hmm. So he'll take Kendrick Michael Jordan featuring Schoolboy Q <laughs> and let them work on the actual session that he worked on. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? To give them that hands on to experience. give them ha- to tell and show them what this is did. how this is what I did to Kendrick's yeah. vocal. Yeah. This is how what I did to Q's vocal. Mm-hmm. This is how I made him how when Kendrick does that nah, 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 right. does that weird right. sound, Ali creates do that. Do it again, do it again. Do I don't know how to do it. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. But Ali was like, I created that. Mm-hmm. Like, Dot would just go in there and record, and I, I freak his voice to make it do weird shit. Like, so it was just stuff like that creatively that he's teaching these young kids, and I think that that's just fucking dope. Like, yeah. it's just so much dope stuff going yeah. on that I want to shine a light on. And the fact that, like you said, he's creating, not only has he created his own lane, but kind of circling back to what we were talking about in the beginning is sharing that information and giving people that experience. And even him having us involved in NAM last year. Yeah. And just having to talk to the panel, or moderate the panel, and just seeing the excitement of people when they're walking by, like, yo, this is Ali, you know what I mean? And just being able to shake the hands of people. And I, I think a lot, well, I know a lot of the people that are getting um, a, a great experience with that, like for sure. Something else I want to talk about real quick, and we can get up out of here. I was able to go on the Red Pill podcast. Oh, bro, with uh, Van Lake. Shout out my bro, Van, man. Now, I got crucified for the. Did you listen to that part? I heard like half of it. <laughs> and the people didn't like your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> people don't also don't understand who you are. But yeah, I, I can see why they were like, who the fuck is this nigga? And why you got him on? Okay, let me ask you a question. Let's say Chuck Dizzle mm-hmm. is single man. Mm-hmm. Chuck Dizzle, single man. He buys a house. Mm-hmm. He's at his house, okay? He's mopping, sweeping, vacuuming, cleaning. <laughs> And there's a woman whom, you know, he spends time with. Uh-huh. And she's there. And she's watching you clean your house. How do you feel? Now, you're asking Chuck Dizzle. Yes. My my pedigree is different. And I'm explain why. 
I grew up in a single mother's household where me too. My sister moved out. So it was me and moms. And even before that, I had to do all the shit. I had to take out the trash. I had to sweep them off the floor. I had to wash the dishes. I had to do all that. So for me, I wouldn't look at it as, yo, this woman got to do shit for me. It's just like, this is my shit. I'm going to clean my own shit. I'm going to do everything for myself anyway. So if, if she's just sitting there, so let's say she's sitting on the couch and literally watching you clean your... Well, here's the context of it, though. Did I invite her over or did she invite herself over? Let's say she invited herself. How long is she there? Let's say she's there for three, four hours. Three, four hours, and am I cleaning the house before she gets there and she pulls up? Yes. At that point, then you said I invited her or she invited herself? Let's say she invited herself. I'd give her the option of pulling up after I'm done cleaning or you can help out. What if she pulls up and she don't help? That's going to be a conversation in itself. <laughs> you can grab this mop. <laughs> you can, or this broom or... Get the dustpan. <laughs> right, matter of fact, I'll wash you dry. You doing something. Just because that's just it that's that's how I would operate if I'm in the midst of some shit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know, it's already kind of been said like but that that's how I would handle it. Some people I understand I get it. I understand. Like, hey. Listen, man, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just put a button on this and just say, I'm not with that shit. Of course you're not. I'm not with none of, of that. Of course you're if not. If you see me doing something, help, because I'm gonna do the same thing. If I can offer assistance, what, what if, what if you taking out the trash? That's some, that's. I feel like that's some man shit. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take that to the face. I'm gonna take that to the face. But what I'm saying is, I don't know. You know what it is? Maybe I'm spoiled, bro. Maybe I'm spoiled from the women that we have in our life. We have some phenomenal women in our life mm-hmm. to the point where they overcompensate and. Now, I'm at a point in my life where it's like, if a woman ain't treating me how my female friends treat me. Very true. I, I, f- give, I give you that. Fuck now, it. I give you that. And, and the reason why I said that before, if, and it all boils down to the type of person that it is as well. If it's the first, like, the first interactions, who knows? Like, I can, I can give that a pass. But if that's your nature, then that's a problem. If your nature is not to help, then that's a problem. I agree. And I, I'm just I'm just leaving it at that. But I just want to get your take on it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, things happen. <laughs> you know what, what the fuck did that have to do with the, the podcast? I just asked. I want to ask you, Chuck. This little oh, question. Okay. I thought I thought you was gonna bring it back to the podcast. That you you didn't have. There, there was a part of the conversation for the for the context of it. What was the what what did you get hit up the most about? What did you get killed? the most about on the podcast because van van called me out because he's saying he said nigga it's your house you clean it Mm -hmm. i said you're right it is my house Mm -hmm. which means i have the right to be in that motherfucker by myself (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying tell you where you messed up though by letting her in if you knew knowing you it could have been like hey you can come over but dot 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 now if she comes and doesn't help then, then you're right. You know what, bro? I'm going to just keep it real with you. It's just in my nature to be yeah. helpful. That's that's fine. It's in my nature to be helpful. Hold on. And it's, I'm so glad you said to Keep keep going. And it's and it's very difficult for me to accept a motherfucker that's not, that's not helpful by nature, especially being in close proximity to me. All right, so look. Um, hold on. 
We got to go because Cruz is coming in. Fuck that. Hold on. I got to get this. I got to get this last bar out. Fuck. Ah, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Ah, oh, fuck. I want to end it on a note of what Diddy said. He posted something on, I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram, and it would give me like two minutes at the very most. Diddy did. He posted something on, there we go. So we were talking about Diddy, right? Yeah. You were talk, We mentioned Diddy in with capacity earlier. I posted his clip about he, could be, he could be anything. He could have anything he want. It, so here's, we're going to end on this clip, on this, end on this note, and you need to take this to heart. Diddy posted just the other day. Oh, I know you're going. Stop expecting you from other people. And I'll leave it at that. That's how we moving in 2020. That's it. That's true. That's how we going to do it. I'm, that's true. But you know what I do expect? <laughs> I expect a motherfucker to be helpful. I'm done with So kiss ass. my black ass. All right, man. It's Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Homegrown Radio. We will catch y'all next time. Happy 2020. And we out.